cut the shit. Okay, cut the shit. <laughs> we uh, we got a time crunch here because uh, someone had to go to the doctors this morning. We're live. Sorry. So rude. Um, looking at your health like that. How yeah. dare you? We're joined today by. Uh, one of my friends who is an avid supporter of the podcast. Um, you could say potentially she's our only supporter. supporter. <laughs> one of the only supporters we have. She's won a hundred dollar gift card to the LCBO. Also, is the only one of like four or five people that comment <laughs> on our giveaways. So really good odds. Uh, I'm a good friend. Engagement is uh, extremely high. Well, with the she um, we we talk a lot and she listens to all the episodes and uh, she's she's been wanting to come on to talk about uh, her area of expertise, which I think is, you know, as a uh, a girl, she has a very unique perspective on relationships. I don't know if it's like just the fact that she's kind of had a lot of guy friends or like what's going on in your mind but like we always as we hung out like I found your perspective on relationships unique and we t that's why I go to you for a lot of advice so we were like let's hop on the show you actually ended up or her name's Kristen by the way hi for, <laughs> for all the people out there and um she put out a question on her Instagram she's like if you have any what was it like what did you I just say? I just said I was going to be on your podcast and everyone was like what they have a podcast no I'm just kidding but um basically they wanted to <laughs> I just reached out on my Instagram stories asking people to submit over my DMs like relationship and life advice and to both of your surprise a lot of people actually got back to me she got a lot of feedback and a lot of in-depth questions like people took time to write yeah. really thoughtful questions that somehow they think I'm qualified to answer it's not that you're qualified I just I just think that no one ask these questions no one mm. talks about it so the fact that someone out there is like hey i'll answer them right. which that's which is why it's unique or, or for that people were vulnerable enough totally to, you know well, message you about that stuff i think yeah. that says something about you like your personality that. your character so yeah i think that's something i fostered with a lot of my friends and like that's something that's been unique with trav and i's relationship because we've been friends for so long and basically our friendship was loser boozing in a basement and having like long life chats and like relationship conversations but like not really hanging out socially all that much like throughout high school and university because we went to different schools always yeah it was definitely it was weird because like we were both kind of young enough mm -hmm. but uh we were figuring out but it, you know what made the relationship really good is the fact that when we started hanging out i think you were dating a friend of mine i was so yeah. there was no like we're gonna hook up right you know what i mean yeah so also i don't know if anyone knows what travis looked like in grade 10 but that shit was bunk <laughs> <laughs> shut up uh, <laughs> 75 pounds soaking wet you wanted dinner. it <laughs> travis was lucky to have Kristen in grade 10 um, yeah as a friend purely uh yeah no so there's no like okay hey, whatever all right i did just fine in uh in high school okay um no, there was like no, there was like none of that awkward. Oh my god, what's this like deal going yeah. on? So we were able to actually just form a genuine male female friendship, totally. not like friend zone or like it was like actually right. like I. People often assume that was what, like what the case was that it was like one person pining after the other, or there was like a weird dynamic there that we like would secretly come into the basement and hook up. But I was like that never has happened. It always bugged me because people would assume she was friend zoning me, and I'm like, uh. <laughs> What's well, that, wrong with the other way around? All right, you know what it, I mean? it wouldn't like, have happened. <laughs> you okay? You got friends on heart. All right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Let's rewrite history there. Let's re <laughs> revisionist. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, for this episode, we thought it would be great just to follow up on all of Kristen's questions that she had. Yeah. File into her DMs yesterday. Yeah. No so, yeah. Lucky enough, I was able to avoid dick pics. That's which what is... I thought was gonna happen. Did you really? <laughs> no. 
No, people actually thought, like, I read a few of them to the boys right as we were getting going, and some of them were very thoughtful and really lovely. And I appreciate all the time people took to actually write thoughtful questions. Same, because that's so really we. nice, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to it's gonna make for a good episode, and, and I, I know you have a bit of a time crunch. Yeah, that's right. So this whole episode, people are going to, we haven't heard these questions before, Christian's no. read them, but Robbie and I haven't heard them. We're kind of going to go through as many as we have time for mm-hmm. and just have a little short dialogue for each. Why not? Yeah, I think that sounds fun. Should we get into it? Let's get into it. All right, uh, jam on, Rob. Jam on, Trav. Let's go! You like that? Yeah, I love that actually. <laughs> that was a bit of a different intro. Normally we don't talk to you during the intro. Yeah, normally we don't we just have ignore the you. guest. Yeah, that's fair. Speak. Talk We're about changing it up. This is a new era. Uh, yeah, and you, you, you put the time crunch on us. Usually, we try to think of something like jokes to enter it on. You know, like talk about some topical. I'm surprised you didn't bring up no the time for that thing. today. I thought that was going to be like an Who's easy birthday? segue for you. <laughs> Who's birthday? <laughs> okay, so Robbie's <laughs> having a stroke. Um. <laughs> She's uh, you're funny. You're funny. <laughs> I said pap smear. Oh, uh, pap smear. And you're like, whose you're- birthday? <laughs> yeah, the doctor's appointment she was at was getting a pap smear. Which uh, I'm no gynecologist, but you're definitely no gynecologist. <laughs> <laughs> that was never in question. That's also my favorite joke to use anytime i don't know what's going on i say i'm no gynecologist people love it do they <laughs> yeah I, I tried using is that, that why you never say that around me because you know that, that one party we were at one time uh with my sister and her friends remember did i tell you about this yeah i, I tried using that joke it just didn't, didn't land the most confused look ever i was like you, you great see, i'll be over here yeah that's <laughs> well, uh, hopefully catches on um, yeah because i like it I'll start uh, saying it now too. We'll so, what is the first question you received? Yeah, let's fire it up. Oh, we want to do. We want to do it chronologically, or do you want to uh, just no, like, no, no, just or like, just pick just, out some of the good just ones pick some of the... that you read out? Yeah. Okay, I'll just go with the one that I have open. Should we do like a little background on dating things? Like, yes, sure. Our experience. I feel like, like maybe that makes like, more sense. Yeah, and then we'll jump into it because yeah, there's only like a handful of ones that I think are actually like nice to to jump into. Yeah. So do you want to okay. start a, bit, a little bit about yourself as well for the audience that doesn't know who you are? Sure. Um, okay, so I'm Christy Mandela. I'm Travis's high school friend. And we grew up down the street from each other, so we hung out a lot growing up. And yeah, I'm the only number one fan of the podcast, other than my mom, actually, who is a new recent avid listener to the podcast. And your brother. And my brother. Yeah, I got the whole family going <laughs> on it. Um, I don't know what are things about me. I went to Dalhousie for international development studies. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like a... I'm the signature. I don't know. You explain me. I think it'd be funnier if you explained who I am. She's um, <clears throat> she's polar opposites to me. I'd say in every way. She's like kind of the uh, what the bleeding heart, like uh, social justice, cares about the economy and the economy. Or, or sorry, I care about the economy. <laughs> uh, she cares about people. What is it? No, mm. what's the environment? That's the other e word. Right. Yeah. Uh, and like gets mad at me when I say words like retarded. So you're right, trying to make me like a better that, yeah. person. What's that? I said, let's start it off like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just a word that's been in my vocabulary for a long time. Uh, but uh, I don't know. So like, it's just like it, we hang out and like, uh, it's we're opposites, which is why mm-hmm. we have good conversations. Totally. She travels a lot. Um, 
goes to Mexico and like South America a lot for some reason. I, I never really ask why. That's why it took her so long to get on our show because yeah. she's been away the last. Couple I'm assuming months. some exactly. sort of international drug smuggling ring. And you'd be right. Yeah, and but she says it's for outreach. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> um, and then uh, I think other than that. You're yeah, kind of just figuring it. things out like we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there's always that similarity because other than how crass you are a lot of the times, our sense of humor is really similar. Oh, yeah. Um, but What's I crass? Think, huh? What's crass? Like rude. Oh, wow. Like in a funny way. Oh, thanks. Before we started recording. <laughs> yeah, that's no secret. Um, but I think one thing that always made our friendship last so long is we were always super, super honest. Like, yeah, I guess I am like a bleeding heart and I have a lot of like compassion and empathy. I'm a vegan. Yo, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually surprised you didn't mention that already. But. Blanked. Yeah. Sorry. No, that's fair. <laughs> um, but I'm like really, really into giving people super honest advice and feedback i feel like i have kind of established myself as that person with a lot of my friends which i've like i'm very appreciative of is that people know when they come to me for advice i'm i have their best interest at heart and i'm always going to be very very honest i think that's why you probably have a lot of guy friends probably right? yeah i think i don't know how that kind of happened a lot of people always tell me that, like no like guys and girls can't ever have an honest friendship i had a conversation uh, with someone yesterday <clears> who said that and i have a hard time believing it because i i don't you don't think that that can be the case? I 100%. So you want to have sex with me then? Like, we've had this. We've even had that conversation. We have, yeah. There, there's, there is, I don't even know how to explain it. We've actually talked as friends about About that. whether we should date or not. Yeah. One time. We were, it, it, and we were like, would this be good? And then we were like, no. This and then would be even terrible. like hooking up, we're like, yeah. like, we've had all those conversations. And it's more like, what was, the, what was the point of this? Okay, well, I don't think it can happen. Mm. Unique scenario between us where, I don't know, it just it just formed. And you dated like two of my friends back to back from different friend groups. So it was like... Oh, yeah, I did. There was like four years of friendship development yeah. where there was no like at all physical... It wouldn't have even been a possibility right. at those times. So it, it, that's why that developed. But for the most part, when we talk about your other guy friends, a lot of times there was at least one encounter for sure where it's like this is we're, we're opposite sex and like i want to hook up with you <laughs> like what they would say that or i would say that the guys for the most part oh yeah, yeah. I, I suppose that that's true i think more so earlier on i think now we've all kind of established our friendships more like now i have a lot more guy friends that like maybe they like pined after me when we were in high school or throughout university or vice versa and now it's kind of gotten to a point where neither of us like are at that yeah you know so maybe you just have to shoot your shot and then just be like we're out. okay we're and friends and then be okay and then, with having a yeah. bruised ego for a little bit and then actually and being i was okay just fortunate with being a, that yeah. we just had a period where we just skipped that basically. it's super unique honestly i think our friendship like yeah. whenever people meet the two of us i think they're very surprised that we are as close as we are in terms of friendship because it doesn't really make that much sense because every other word that you say offends me greatly <laughs> yeah yeah um no it, it actually but it makes the, for good humor definitely. i think it's just funny even I, on sunday when we were all over drinks like i was laughing so hard <laughs> that entire time it gets me into trouble sometimes definitely. sometimes people definitely i've been uninvited to a wedding uh because of jokes i've made oh i went to that wedding she went to the <laughs> wedding is like my, i got invited as you a were date supposed with to a guy to. friend and you got uninvited to that wedding. <laughs> it was like all my friends were there I it was like that. my buddy's sister or my buddy i didn't brother. even know anyone no i know and if i remember correctly the comment you made wasn't even that bad no it wasn't that's the thing but people are sensitive um and i didn't I, i'm obviously not a, a mean person that's the thing no. so it's just rudeness like you said crassness sure sure 
people can hear it and then just do do what they want with it. But you know what we are is mm. we're the legitimate enemy of any relationship we get into. Totally. Because they're like nobody understands it, and they're who, like right, like you. Oh my God! You know what's not happened since we've had this podcast? Is the, the phone, phone is ringing. The phone is never rang during. That's it. it. Flip a table. We're, we're done. Um, okay. So, I think that's a sign. What is that a sign of? Should we leave? <laughs> <laughs> Should, let's just cut this whole podcast. Yeah, we start. Start it over. No, the uh, the the act like your ex, uh, my ex, mm. all definitely some like confusion yeah like hey hey i i it's like i legitimately like is this just on the back burner and then all of a sudden we're gonna like walk into a room and be like it adds insecurity to their their relationship for sure and i totally get that and that's why Mm. like you know there's some things probably that when you have relationship i have relationship we can't do anymore but i think that's bullshit and i think i am in a place where i'm not willing to accommodate friendships that i've worked really hard for and that mean a lot to me for somebody else's insecurity i think that that's on them well and I think it's like something that you can definitely have a conversation with your partner about and be like, listen, like this is what this is. But at the end of the day, it's on them to address their ego and their insecurity with you being able to have a connection with somebody else. And that's not on you to now like minimize our friendship because it's something that we've worked hard on and like something that we've put a lot of like, well, time and effort and love into. Like we have so had you a lot talk of, like that. Right. And I totally get that. As okay. Robbie sitting over there, you're probably like, yeah, that makes total logical sense. You know what I mean? He wasn't listening. Were you listening? <laughs> I I had to move something there. Um, I, I I sort of I sort of get what you're saying that you've yeah that you've worked hard think, to like yeah I be, don't think be that confident we, in your relationships and stuff and that I've just lost so you many want that friends. reciprocated. Yeah, I just think um, I've lost or at least like temporarily lost a lot of guy friends as soon as they get girlfriends, and it's never spoken about until after they've broken up, which inevitably always happens. They say my girlfriend and didn't they want, say yeah. or no, not even that they say it outright, but it's like oh yeah, like I kind of disappeared there for a little bit, or like oh yeah, haha, they didn't really like you. I'm like yeah, no shit, like I didn't see you for six whole months. Well, but yeah, I think no that shit, that's, you tried to hook up with me. <laughs> no, I <laughs> or, or they find yeah, they the, the girlfriend inevitably finds out that like in grade nine we mm. like hooked up one time and like made out for ten seconds, and then that now makes it so any friendship that we have is now like tainted and and is a threat now to their connection and I think that's really a shame and I think that comes from women always being in competition with other women instead of being like I appreciate that you have like this great friendship with this guy and I think that makes both of you guys better it's instead oh now this like threatens me and my like security in this relationship so now you can't see them and I think that's that's I completely agree with you yeah but see that's what I'm saying she's unique is because she's uh, she just said a comment against the majority of, of women and not to yeah, generalize totally. because there's obviously a lot of no, people No, I think like there's a lot of women there. that think that, but I think in practice it looks very different because you really have to be a little bit more vulnerable to like, yeah, maybe something will happen. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It probably won't. If I'm not dating them or hooking up with them now, there's probably a reason. Not in like, that sounds like really conceited or whatever, but I mean like a lot of my guy friends, yeah, sure, we like made out in a basement in grade 10 or 11, but like who didn't yeah who like literally who didn't right (laughs) like now we're just friends and i think that's fine we don't have to always be in competition with one another which is why talking to kristen a lot is 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 why i do it because because she that makes sense to me and Mm. as a guy i didn't know if we're just heartless like oh let's talk about a bit we've had a lot of conversations like about our history like i've had one girlfriend um i've kind of i'm not gonna say i've been a a, not a not like a play like like um a You've lot been a single twenty-something. Single. Yeah, I've just been just single been a lot, single, yeah. which is which has involved a lot of relationships that didn't form into anything, anything yeah. beyond. Right. So it's made me feel. You've shamed yourself a little bit yeah. in some scenarios. Yeah. I'm like, why am I like this? Why? Well, like, I would love 
to I struggle with it. I talk to you about it, and you you break it down really rationally. But then, at the same time, like all these girls are. Uh, there's, there's just something different in them that I don't find. I think you require like a higher level of engagement and like interest that sometimes you can't find in like quick dating and casual sex. What do you mean? Like I think you get bored really easily and you like to get challenged on things and like have like a high level of like excitement and sometimes that doesn't come with well, you know what? The dates that you've had. I think I just have a unique. Well, what? It, it comes at the first couple dates. Yeah, no, well, that's I th- a physical think... excitement. That's a physical excitement. Right. That, you know, I'm t- she's talking about, and we've talked about this. Like, I think my interests differ from 99 percent of girls. I think that's just what it is. I like dirt bikes. I like race cars and shooting guns. Saw, dude. Like, <laughs> like seriously, find me a girl like that that isn't married to her cousin. <laughs> <laughs> totally fair. Totally, totally fair. I'm but you know what I'm saying? Like, but I think you're also not looking in the right places because you also go on dating apps and I only put up, swipe uh, the people that have like fake boobs and not. Oh, that sounded really like shamey and not what I'm looking for, not what I was meaning at all. I just mean. Don't you need I to think, back it up? We can say people. No, understand. I know, but for me, for me, that's not what I meant at all, and you know that. But I just mean, like, I think your demographic that you look for socially is not the same. Like, do you want a? Do you want to be dating someone that is into all the same things as you? Um, I don't think that that's what everyone no, necessarily no, needs. No, not necessarily. And maybe there's even like it's, it's so tough. That's mm. honestly why we 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 talk about it all the time. But it, it's the physical excitement's there at the beginning for sure. And and I definitely am attracted to attractive people. I don't think that's shallow of me, especially no, when you're on an no, app. No, that's not what I meant. I kind of I know. I know. I'm not even defending myself, I, especially when you're on an app where all you can see is pictures. Totally. Yeah. I'm, I'm not shameful about being shallow there. But but isn't isn't like uh, if you're in real life? Wait, 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 I mean, I mean, IRL. In, <laughs> yeah. Well, in real life, isn't it like if you're if you're going off the basis of that of looks, like everyone has their type. It's like you're attracted to someone by the I way they know. look if you're at a bar and stuff mm, as well some, you're like choosing who i don't know i don't think everyone has a type i think well, i think it's, i don't think i have a type i think there's maybe. a minimum level of attractiveness and this is going to sound weird for you to actually have sexual interest and above that the emotional interest takes over especially for long-term relationships like and just like sometimes it's honestly chemical like sometimes you have like a, a chemistry that doesn't like may not be purely physical if that makes sense for sure right it's tough. So my history again has been like that, and I've struggled with it a lot, especially at this age, which is why we had the dating episode. Mm-hmm. Is I've I've really tried to be more mature about it. Right. I've tried. I've I've given more attention to people I'm seeing. Yeah, you have been more thoughtful. And, and I've tried to be a lot more thoughtful, and I learned a lot from my my ex girlfriend. Like even mm-hmm. though it, it was a challenging relationship for me in terms of I struggle with feelings and stuff like that, <laughs> I had a hard Just time generally having feelings. Yeah, I do. No joke. <laughs> no, I know. Um, but I learned a lot about women, and I learned a lot about this insecurity and, and a lot of stuff that you got questions about today and you totally. talk about other girls having yeah i i see it from both sides now and i try it's to be everywhere more accommodating when i'm seeing these girls but yeah. still at the end of the day when that spark emotionally isn't there i might enjoy you know the, the physical part and i might enjoy even to a degree the dates and stuff like mm. that but that chemistry to last through time uh, time it, you know it's not there and it's yeah. kind of like okay what like I'm not in a relationship. Can I hook up with other people? Like all these rules. Like, right. d- am I a bad person for that? That's what we kind of want to answer today. And I think that's what some of the questions you got are. But Rob, what's your kind of history? Uh, I guess uh, it kind of it mirrors somewhat your um, what you just talked about in the last little while to some <laughs> degree. I mean, I had uh, 
<clears throat> last year, girlfriend for about six months, and that and that's probably the longest girl that I've been with actually. And then currently, I've been seeing a girl for the, I don't know maybe four. Been dating a girl for about four months, mm. four months or so. Congratulations. Um, and no, I'm I. I I have have the same feelings as as you. I feel like I'm driven by wanting to have. I like the interaction, but also I want to be selfish with my time mm. a lot of the time. Totally. Just because I'm sometimes I don't feel like I'm full like I've fully figured out my situation. Yeah. And stuff. So I want I want to dedicate all this time to doing stuff that I enjoy and everything and I and like your own growth and your yeah. own yeah exactly I'm in and a then I, I find it hard to draw the line of like right. how much how much time to allocate and I, and I think that gets me into trouble I think that's a lot where right? I think that's an incredibly relatable feeling though and I think I mirror that intensely as well oh, right now I said the same thing to Tamar um the other night um we exa- dropped names on this huh we dropped names yeah oh. a girl I used to see okay cool um we had dinner the other night and uh, we were talking about why things kind of split off mm. because we, we, were, we were having fun dates yeah and, like, yeah we had, we had good chemistry and uh it just i, I don't know the spark wasn't there and the same yeah. th- and i talked about how that exact feeling and then i even thought about it after though and i thought is that just like self is that just excuses for not having maybe, maybe that that like and and she couldn't answer either she's like i right. really oh is that like, excuses for not having that spark yes like saying that you're busy because with your own so like stuff and i asked her that i was like is that because mm. like that could be it as well but i i really don't know the answer to that so it's a right. point where I, I can't even tell you what it is you know what i mean yeah i don't know um i think sometimes like there's just so many people on this planet and humans are so complex and i know this sounds like a bit of a cop-out but just sometimes it's just not there and i think as people we try to like really like dig into everything and like find a reason and find a why but like sometimes it's just like you can feel it you just yeah just not there and that's totally fine let's let's hear about some yeah. like some of the questions you got then okay um so again thanks to everyone that wrote to me and i hope that we can do a little bit of justice on these questions because some of them are actually like pretty sad and or not sad but like real um so real is sad yeah i guess that's true too um so my only question would be how do you get over someone because my boyfriend broke up with me last week and i've been so sad so i know that sounds like a really simple one and kind of like a bit it could be perceived as a little bit silly and simple but i think it actually is like kind of real because what do you mean silly and simple that's like the most devastating thing ever yeah i guess you're right Mm -hmm. um do we just like jump into answering like what are your guys you went through a break keep him busy you yeah you kate this is so robbie you had a relationship that actually ended very abruptly Mm. and you didn't kind of see it coming yeah yeah that can be very devastating and i thought was the situation because i know the person obviously Mm. that that messaged me um and i'm sending her lots of love but i think especially when you're not expecting it and you have that kind of sense of security in a relationship and then all of a sudden you find out that the person that you really care for or even like are in love with hasn't been feeling that same way for like potentially a really long time and has been like looking into breaking up with you you kind of go back in your head to like all these different interactions and you're like okay so when we went out for dinner here or when we had sex this time or whatever were they like thinking about when they were going to dump me like that's a really vulnerable and devastating feeling I would imagine are you that cognitive about it or did you just feel hurt and, and kind of like no this, it was the same way mm. I, but a little bit different like going back on those times and you think about how you could 
do things differently. Oh yeah, that's super right? interesting. Yeah, of course. And then you sort of play that in your head, and I don't know. I, I there's nothing you can really no except like except use that moving forward. Right? That's the yeah. answer. And and then and then you think about that stuff next time. It's a lesson learned, so that I next guess, time yeah. something of that and which which I've seen, which I've sort of seen myself do. You got better last, from it. Yeah, you, right. you, you get better from it. It's true. Yeah. It's, and then you experience the same situation further down the road, and then you know how to approach it better or what to do differently. Yeah, no, I, I mean, suppose it, that's true, and I've, but I I've, think... I've consciously like seen, seen myself mm. make different choices But she's at, lately, this person's asking for right? specific like advice on how to get over it. Right, like tools that we can use. And we talked about this a lot, actually. This is all coming back to me. The answer was, if you feel hurt and you feel pushed off right some people try to fight for that person back some yeah. people pine over it and you really see that messaging them and reaching out to them is the opposite of what you want I, yeah. to happen i was having yeah. a really long conversation with someone about this today a really close friend of mine who's been going through a really hard breakup and it's kind of that same thing where you you feel like by uh, messaging them and connecting out or like reaching out to them could be like perceived as being like progressive or like really mature and in some cases i think it's obviously like it's situational know but your partner but know yeah. Your, yeah know know the person that you've been together with but i think at the end of the day sometimes those interactions like aren't really serving you and if you actually like unpack it it's probably you just being nervous to actually cut ties with them because when you are able to reach out and able to talk to them even a little bit and even if the interaction like isn't even super positive you still have that you have that line out to them if that makes sense so when you fully cut off that kind of leaves you super alone and super vulnerable feeling because you're like okay now this person that I shared this with now we're not talking at all and it kind of almost like re- you refeel the breakup almost in a way now that you've like moved to this like second I think it's, they kind of happens in waves especially with me I had a partner for like over four years and like when we broke up um we went like completely cold turkey like r directly following the breakup and then like a few months later started to be like oh we, like let's be friends like let's go out for coffees and like obviously like doesn't I doesn't work it, it it does and it doesn't the way that we handled it definitely did not work because I think we didn't know how to interact um, as only friends because I think it's really hard when you have a fr like a relationship that was just like we just started dating each other right mm -hmm. like we didn't have a foundation of friendship beforehand so it was kind of unreasonable for us to like jump back into hanging out without even understanding how we could be friends because all of our interactions before we had broken up were like we're in a relationship and it's a hard thing to navigate I think it, time time really just resets everything totally. too and mm -hmm. the time apart it's is but it can be painful it can be the extremely beginning. beneficial but but I've seen it as well though like with uh like a, f a few girls uh that I've been with and previous guys that they've seen mm. uh will be messaging them blowing up their phone and, and stuff it's counterproductive and it's, it's counterproductive and I just see their reaction with, totally to it and they're just kind of laughing it off it, it can be like, actually super harmful or like super detrimental to like their image of you and i know that doesn't yeah. that shouldn't really matter we shouldn't like live in a world where we're constantly worried about like what other people think of us but i think if you are trying to like have a friendship with that person later on in your life you being like i miss you and i love you or like i appreciate all these things and getting super like sentimental or just like always kind of like um staying in their like inbox i think that it actually wears kind of garners, it wears on the person and it also also kind of like garners a bit of like pity and not like a lot of feelings that you think might they made want. the right choice too yeah, yeah it reinforces that for a lot of people and i think that's what we want to get away from so just to summarize this um 
that sort of urge to do it as you said mm. you, you said it perfectly it's like you think you're being mature and progressive by not being yeah spiteful. but we can be friends immediately after like just give it some time but as you said it is counterproductive and even for mature people totally you start to when you dump someone and they start to deteriorate yeah it makes you even feel like this was oh my a, gosh you go a, through incredible guilt the best thing you can do after being dumped is improve yourself totally no joke and this is this that's is what i that's actually what i was gonna say is that use all of that energy that you have like it seems like it's like low energy like low vibration like you just want to cry and like watch ice cream and, or watch movies and eat yeah, ice cream and it's like, okay to be sad totally yeah. but i think bit. if you yeah for uh, totally indulge in those things but i think like that movie like romanticized idea of like having a really like sappy breakup and like kind of deteriorating and falling apart like pick your you, shit up yeah use that energy and and channel it into something positive that serves you because that's the only way that you can really do justice to the situation is just like just put all of that energy into something positive and fill your schedule totally with stuff with, like and keep with, yourself but, but, busy and with people that are that are going to be good to you it's i think yeah. times like this really though. show just like just filling your schedule though i i really think it, and it's going to sound stupid coming from me because i cannot hmm. i cannot understand your self-confidence and stuff like that and especially Mine? when no people in general oh, okay. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> especially when you're you might have some insecurities and you might have got a right. lot of confidence from the relationship i really don't understand that aspect because right. for me i've i have this weird thing in my brain mm. that works well in these scenarios and is when anyone dislikes me or my like relationship stuff or someone doesn't message me back mm. i have this confidence where i'm like they're missing out it's like but you didn't always have that i always had that no you did With, not when did i never have in that? high school you used to always tell me that whenever you found out that somebody didn't like you you would try so so oh, hard no 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 you're misstating this i want people Absolutely to like not. me 100 okay. i want people to like me and when someone dislikes me i definitely want them to like me yeah you tried to I wear them need down people to like me at mm. all zero percent rob Come on, <laughs> yeah. There, there's a few. There's a few times that are uh, a few comments. Like you like, definitely get frustrated. Back into my head. There, uh, I remember one time we were <laughs> we were sitting in the car and uh, you're talking about uh, why why girls were like turning you away or whatever. Mm. And you you started listening to all the things you do. You're like I fucking dirt bike. I'm smart. I'm a pilot. Ugh. I I do this. I have my own jewelry company and stuff. And you're like I'd fucking date me. <laughs> <laughs> But like it, it sounds so stupid and trashy, like when you say it out loud like that. But it helps me. You are stupid and trashy. Yeah, <laughs> and, but it, but it helps me be confident. Like I can make it. Through yeah, you a know your value. I do appreciate that in you a lot, and I think that's another reason why we align each other so much is that like we both know and like recognize our value as people. And I, you, I, I know you've always had that. Yeah, yeah totally. And then yeah, it, it it just like cemented the fact that you're confident that you're that you think you're better than a lot i mean not, not better not 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 better just but i like, have a lot to offer you, yeah mm. you, you just think you just think you have a lot to offer you are in terms of the way that you both conduct yourselves i think for the most part at least in like our bubble of like social life you definitely are outliers in terms of like the time that you take to like work on yourselves and like being entrepreneurial and like your energy and stuff like i would say that there's like definitely unique qualities I, I, I didn't mean to say that you think you're better than everyone else <laughs> no, in you, any way. I'm saying the qualities that we have of, of niceness and caring, like these genuine <laughs> qualities, honesty, yeah, that are sometimes hard to come by, at yeah. least with a lot of the girls that we see. And when they talk about their past relationships with guys, it, it, it validates the fact that my that I shouldn't have jealousy. No, that, that's totally. what it is. It's like, exactly. I do but have that's these... A unique th that's a unique characteristic for but sure. But it helps to with breakups that. because totally. when even in small scale relationships where the other person uh, stops wanting to see me or in a bigger scale with my last relationship, which kind of fizzled, uh, and, and and more on my like leaning towards her 
kind of dumping me, I was so okay with it. Mm. I was like, you know, there was a little bit of pain, but I was just like, wow, what an opportunity. Totally. You know what I mean? And and it's a weird mental complex that, yeah, it might I think sound it is trashy. Little, no, I don't think it is, but I think um, you might have to also realize that it might be a little bit of a defense mechanism. For sure. In terms of like you just not feeling comfortable actually letting that guard totally down i don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with that at this point in your life but like as long as you understand that what do you mean guard like i think um i it's hard it's hard for me to like put into like not let myself be hurt yeah maybe i think but I, i think it's really important that you know your value in a relationship and i think it's important that you know like no matter what happens to the relationship you know that you will be fine and that person will be fine and that like you can move forward knowing that you have like your your core you know what i mean like that mm-hmm. doesn't ever get disturbed but i think there is a part of you that doesn't fully like jump headfirst into things and i think that's also because you don't really know how because you have always said that you have trouble feeling <laughs> yeah no it's a completely separate issue i'm not gonna, yeah i'm not gonna give advice on feelings because i no. i honestly As don't know what they not. are sometimes totally. i feel like i'm about to cry and i'm like what's this and i concentrate and i get rid of it right <laughs> like a sneeze like yeah. you're just trying to like blink I away feel like my eyes just... watering i'm like what is this and i, I squint and that's I... definitely why you have a sty i think it might be a sty <laughs> it could be sty related <laughs> what is this it's a sty um i, I was talking it's to your brother also he, he said that the way i described the sty last episode made it seem so much worse he was just like, okay. yo, I thought you had a fucking like... It does look like, much better today, but there was some yeah, times... Yeah, as well. I mean, maybe because you don't have your glasses on. I don't um, know. You got a good look yeah, at but it. But it was... It, there was a few days there where I was trying to be nice, but like I but didn't, still, I didn't I, make eye contact with you. I have this style, and I'm in my mind, I'm like, whatever, I got a style, but I got this, I got this, I know my value. No, I'm just kidding, but... <laughs> You're like in, the, in the, the mirror. Let's move yeah. on to another question, though. Yeah, yeah that's let's a good keep idea. Robbie's always keeping us on track. I like that. Um, okay, the conductor so, of the... F- yeah, sorry. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> nothing. I was giving nothing. <laughs> great, great, great. Good, good. Great, 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 great. Cool, tight, cool, cool. Tight, 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 um, cool okay, cool, 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 so cool. I really like this question. Again, I, it's kind of funny for me to read these because obviously I, I know... And my following on Instagram isn't like so big that I don't know the people that are DMing me. So right. it was kind of nice to have people that I know so personally that are also like hoping to get my advice from these things. I think it's great, yeah. Um, so this person I love dearly and is a very unique situation that she's in. Um, so this is her question. She says, well, I'm currently having issues with feeling superficial in my current relationship. Relationship is in quotes. And I'm trying to decipher if I'm a shallow ass or if I'm justified in my thought process. The guy I'm seeing is super sweet and we have great sex, but I'm not sure how attracted to him I am, which I hate saying because we get along so well and have crazy chemistry. But also I keep noticing myself checking out like every guy and wishing I could flirt with them too. So my question is, am I being shallow for not being fully invested in the relationship and being more open? to other guys um, that I could be more attracted to physically or is it okay that I'm living in the moment and enjoying my time with him knowing that it probably won't go further than friends with benefits am I romanticizing the partner that I envision myself with and completely missing out on what's in front of me um, based on superficial shallow conditioning ah help so thank you so much for that question I know this situation pretty well and I was excited when she wrote to me because I think it's something that every like each one of us can kind of take a little nugget from from and like relate to really heavily like I know um one thing I've always kind of dealt with is that uh fear of like just like missing out and being like a very flirty and extroverted person socially I get that thought in my head a lot in terms of just like 
I don't know. You remember that like hosier song or whatever? That's like I fall in love with. Take I, me to church. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One? No, it's like oh whatever. You need to repent. Yeah, that's what it is. Just <laughs> okay. I shouldn't have said that. Sorry. Yeah. No, I was just saying. I think it's relatable to always be kind of like, especially in this environment where we're like super social. We're on Instagram. We're on all these things. Like being bombarded with images of like super yeah. unachievably hot people. Where we're like, okay, I'm in this and it's so great. But what? Uh, what about this? What if? What if? And I think that's a really natural feeling to have but i think it's also like led everyone to really hyper analyze all of these situations that they're in i'm so guilty of it like i've kind of been seeing someone for the past few months and like um we both like are super open um like just because like we're both super communicative and like i'm like crazy communicative like almost to a fault i'd say like hyper analyzing things Mm -hmm. and like being like let's talk but i think that's something that i always deal with especially like traveling and doing all these things is like what about this kind of person or this kind of person? And I think you do kind of miss out on what's in front of you sometimes and not actually fully value the person that you're... But how do you get over it? Because you're right. You're right. Right. This Instagram thing, we see it as guys. We've talked about it before. There's so many it can choices. Be so detrimental. And it's Instagram it versus like reality. Totally. Right? It's literally like, I see these guys pining over girls. Mm. And fortunately enough, a lot of those girls went to schools where With we us. get to play. Yeah. So, yeah, some of those people's Instagrams and I, are incredible. We could see so the Instagram see versus reality. In real life. It's oh, like, interesting. It's like, and I'm not, I mean, this is not a generalization because a lot of these girls are genuinely good people that, are, that are beautiful in real life yeah. as well. But there's a lot of them that are, they're, they're just not like, they're not the best. I don't know. I'm like, I see guys going nuts over them on, on Instagram, but in real life, it's... They're just, they're paying two fifty for an app. Let's just put it that way. We don't have to be cruel, but like, maybe... No, I mean, I mean personality. I'm not oh, talking about... Oh, I thought I, you meant like, they just don't look the same. Oh, well, there's that. There's always that, but okay. that's a degree. I think people look better in pictures. I told you that before. We were talking about that. I don't feel like I look... I don't know. I Robbie, think people think? look better in pictures. I, I think I don't feel maybe I, I you don't do. Know. I, I feel like there's because there, <laughs> you can edit out your style. There's a bit of both. <laughs> I, I, I don't know both. if I can edit out this bad boy. No, maybe not. There's a bit of both. Okay, sure. There's some people that look good in pictures and in real life. Right. There's some people that there's definitely some people that don't look good in real life that look right. good in pictures. But the majority of people you find, it's uh, I feel like everyone spends so much time on Instagram. I guess they that do curate these, these days. I, that I suppose you, that's true. You get to know people through Instagram, yeah. and then when you see them in real life, it's either like wow this person is amazing is looking it, right or wow like this person looks nothing like their profile I was talking I, about I because yeah, you've, you've sort of like right. worked them up in right your mind you what they're supposed up. to be like right uh, maybe totally. maybe it's one way or another but i'll i'll see the friends that haven't met them and they'll be like oh i would i i would do whatever and i'll have a memory in my mind of seeing that person in a state where or in just in just like a human level in, of at a human a level normal, and, and yeah and being deeply unattracted to them <laughs> deeply goodness okay yeah, yeah. yeah i'm just saying like totally. not, not, i'm not trying to be mean well I'm, it's uh, so easy to romanticize an image like when you're literally curating your life on this social media platform of course you're not going to put the pictures where you look like hot garbage but and i understand but i think it's also where the app is going is making it seem unattainable like the level that things are getting up to like people are like i'm guilty of it a little bit in terms of whenever i see people they're like oh how are you traveling all the time like how do you have all this money just go all these places because i'm only i'm not i'm not posting pictures when i'm like working at a bar until 12 a.m like i'm i'm only posting pictures when i'm going to cool places and obviously my lifestyle is a little bit different but it is it is it is easy to get wrapped up and romanticize someone if you when they're putting their that. highlight reel up of course if you don't understand it's a highlight reel it becomes an envy reel it becomes a oh my god sure. your life's amazing that's a good way or, to put it yeah it's like 
and, and everyone's guilty of it. I know totally. the odd time I'm like, holy crap, I would love to be doing that. Maybe because mm. maybe their highlight reel is better than yours. Totally. But at the end of the day, it is a highlight reel and you don't know the, the struggles they're having in real life. Of you course. don't know that that person might be a mean person. And when I say like deeply unattractive or hot garbage, I mean it's like personality wise. It's a personality yeah. wise. Maybe I've seen them do something to someone or treat someone a certain sure. way where I'm just like, they're not a beautiful person on the inside. Right. And I was able to make that separation, Instagram versus reality. Uh, fortunately enough and now but for dating I think when you're in a space where you're already kind of having those thoughts it can be a really negative tool to reinforce those things that maybe are already present in like you being unsure about where to go forward with a relationship or whatever and then you do go on Instagram or you do like any of these things and I think it really can reinforce it super negatively unfortunately so what's the solution is it, is it just understanding is it really just understanding what you said that that it there is you're being bombarded by superficial stuff and yes there may be right. a lot of guys out there you may you may one be missing out on what's in front of you or you might just be in a casual relationship without that spark totally. and and be overthinking it so what what does that person do i think especially right now everyone kind of feels like there needs to be like a label on something or there needs to be like a definitive answer. And I think what I, I need to get better at this too is being okay in the in-between and being okay not knowing where something is going. But I think that's really hard when you, especially in social situations where they're like, oh, what are you? Like I'm kind of caught up in that situation right now where whenever I'm out socially, they're like, oh, or like what's the deal? And like wanting the lowdown. And you really have to completely be honest with yourself and just let it go. And something that I've had to do a lot lately um, is just kind of unpack or not unpack, but like kind of divide the line between is this something that's actually bothering you? Like, do you want to put a label on it? Do you want to like have this be something that it isn't because that's what you want? Or do you want it to be that because of other people's expectations? Because it makes you feel uncomfortable to kind of explain the situation a bit differently to people. Um, and that's what I've realized now is like, it's mostly external. Like I right. usually feel like I need to readjust like my life when somebody else is kind of like poked a bit of an insecurity of mine in terms of where I'm at in life. And then I'm like, oh shit, like what am I doing? Like, what is this? What's going on? But when I actually take a step back, I'm like, oh no, I, I I'm good. Like, like I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm totally yeah. happy. I'm totally content, content where I am, um, with this person. And like, that's, that's totally fine. And it sounds like your friend's kind of in a similar place. Great sex, good connection. Yeah. And she's probably getting in the same boat where she doesn't quite want to label it like a yeah. relationship because she's still attracted to other people. And, and I think this is another thing just really quick to start to keep, keep cutting you off, but I think people need to stop feeling like when you like enter into a relationship with someone you can't be attracted to other people i always hear this like on all these other like sex and relationship podcasts or like all these other conversations that i have with people where they start dating someone and they're like oh but like this guy that i work with is so hot i'm like fuck yeah like let's talk about how hot he is like just because you enter into a relationship with someone doesn't mean that all of those other like carnal like <laughs> i don't know like the way that your brain works is the way that your brain works you you don't have to go out and pursue anything with that person if you've entered into like a monogamous like relationship with somebody but don't shame yourself for finding other people attractive. And I think it's totally fine that my friend is in this situation where she's having great sex. Fuck yeah, have great sex with this person. What's that like? LOL. Jokes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, have have great sex. Do these things with this person that you're obviously enjoying. If you're not 100% sold on the idea of being with them, life is short, but it's also super, super long. So yeah. take time and just have fun. Like I, I think we overanalyze things all the time and I'm so guilty of it, but... I don't Just, think it's the end of the world that if one of those guys happens to to, to get a spark inside of totally. you, that you cannot come to terms with the fact that that's okay. Totally. And, and you can see, you can t 
cut things with the person you had what you had and it was great and yeah. just be like you know what i i just i got my moving on yeah yeah I, exactly right i think p- people are also somewhat inf- afraid in these situations to to uh to get too far mm. and then having to cut it off right yeah. it's like enjoy what you have i don't think there's i think love is so beautiful and i think the world just needs so much more of it and i think it's a really I think it's a shame that we hyperanalyze and critique things down to a limit where we like don't feel comfortable pursuing things because it may not last forever. Like fuck forever. Why is everyone looking for like a wedding and a baby carriage and all these things? Like why can't we just engage Those are in relationships? Issues, though. That's totally, totally. Like- but I think in general, like where especially I think in Toronto, people get caught up in this grind where they got put on this timeline and it limits their ability to actually pursue relationships that might be super meaningful mm. and amazing for them and help them with a lot of growth, even if they last like six months, a year, two mm-hmm. years. I just think it's kind of detrimental to everyone to feel like they can only engage in relationships that are meaningful if they don't, if they, only if they see that person like carrying no. their children. I think that's yeah. insane. With your friend here, I'm very familiar with this type of relationship. Totally. In fact, it's a, it's the most common one I find myself your go-to. in. <laughs> and I've gotten very, I'm, I'm serious, I've gotten very good at being able to do them successfully. And I mean mm. like having these people where I have good relationships and when it ends, we're okay with each other. Right. And it's because I'm honest right from the start. Totally. I say I have issues. I said there's a good chance that this might not go anywhere. Right. And it's weird to say, but I'm like, but I enjoy no. my time. I enjoy this date. Mm-hmm. I enjoy when we're together. And and for them, if you're okay with that, for as long as you're okay with that, let's keep doing this. And if it ever if it ever gets to a point where my issues are too much for you or, or it's not developing the way you want it to, let me know. We'll talk it out. And that has always worked. Right. There's a little bit of awkwardness maybe when you have well, that it's, chat. It's a bit but, more unconventional to have that level of transparency for sure. But I think it's awesome. But I really do. Yeah. And and it might I might be shooting myself in the foot before it even starts, but I don't think so. But I think it's setting the tone for a relationship that is super on, like open and honest mm-hmm. and realistic for what you are as a human. So I think that's great. So let's move on. We probably cool. can fit in one one good unless one it's a small one. Yeah, one more. Question. Yeah, we can do it. We do. Want to just do mine? What? How is dating as a vegan? How is dating as a vegan? Yeah, yeah, I'm curious. How is dating as a vegan? Like, I think that's a fun question, and it's like lighthearted enough to to make it quick. Well, I, mean, okay. I mean, for like first and foremost, right? Do you look for that as a quality in um, another? That's a great question. If he eats meat. <laughs> And it's about to get asked the rest of that Yeah, question. just don't finish that sentence. You know where I was going. Like the, the current guy that you're seeing. Right. Does he eat meat? He does. And does that conf- like have any conflict in your right. relationship in any way? Or? Yeah, so before, I, I've I've dated a few people that were vegan. I went on a few dates with people that, that were vegan. And um, I kind of realized that I really, I went on dates with them because they were vegan not because of any other qualities that i necessarily found attractive about them i just like was excited at the prospect that there was somebody that was like interested in going out with me that also like had the same lifestyle choice as me because i think i've I've talked about this quite a bit with a lot of my friends is that it can be kind of isolating especially with my friend demographic being so male to be the i'm like the token vegan one i'm the token hippie one i'm the one that brings like the metal straw and the bamboo cutlery and i'm like always getting like chirped at which i have come to accept and it's Mm -hmm. fine but i was excited about dating someone that also felt that way but i also realized that um for me there's so many other components in a person that are so much more important right now at least that if their eating choices don't align with mine, as long as they are open 
to at least like eating at a vegan restaurant every once in a while with me or like accommodating like making pad thai and just like not putting shrimp and chicken in it like if that's something that they're okay with accommodating um then that's something that means more to me than I went to a vegan restaurant yeah. the other day you and did. I enjoyed the fuck out of it. I know Actually, you were so I, excited you called me. I called I called Chris and I walked out because I was thinking day. about her. I was like, yo, I just ate at this restaurant. And it was you proud of me. <laughs> <laughs> and it was good. You said you liked it. It, it was great. I think that's awesome. But, but I find I think that you are um I mean, if if you were to specifically look for people in the vegan community right. to date you would be isolating yourself a little bit because I, I mean, because yeah. then you start getting towards uh, more extreme. I mean, th- there is totally. like extremists. In yeah, that, I've been asked uh, out by in a that few lifestyle. People. Yeah, and you're kind of you're kind of in between. It's like you maintain a friend group that uh, th- that is sort of far from that right totally like uh perspective lifestyle wise wise and everything but you also you respect the the vegan lifestyle and those people and everything like i don't compromise my own beliefs but i'm not expecting other people to change their lifestyle for me all i ask is that they respect me in turn for actually like behaving a little bit differently (laughs) yeah because i wouldn't call you an extremist at all i mean you follow like uh like a majority of those lifestyle choices yeah definitely a vegan and but like in no way would i call you uh, extreme right and i appreciate and, that yeah because yeah. you because you at least you have a sense of humor about it enough totally to, and, and humor is honestly which has been a, developing it's it wasn't humor is a form of, of deep intelligence that i think that a lot of these extremists don't lack i yeah. mean they, they lack they lack right they, they're not able to see the humor in it and it becomes yeah i think that's easy to say inside i think that's a bigger conversation we can yeah do part for two. sure but you have it is what i'm saying right i appreciate and that's that. why you understand the difference between a joke that I make being rude and funny yeah. and what my actual beliefs are. But yeah, and I think deep down also knowing you for so long, I know that you respect me and you care yeah, about me and that, and that you have qualities that I obviously like deeply love and respect. But I think in terms of dating, um, like yeah, just having somebody that respects me as a person and like actually understands me is far va- more valuable than how somebody eats. Would I prefer like eventually if somebody that I was dating like kind of understood where I was coming from and maybe like adopted some of those lifestyle things? Yeah, of course, because I they help hold so much value for me, like living with compassion and caring deeply about the environment and wanting to like to to bring that into other facets of my life. Like yeah, those exactly. things mean they a carry lot. On. Uh, yeah outside of just it's your, like your eating choices yeah but for me it, it's not <laughs> it's something like what, that sorry? would be like it's a like dirt bike <laughs> it's kind of so like how dirt, bikes. dirt bikes carry on well she's of just saying like bikes. maybe instead of like, like you're right like instead of looking for people that are into dirt bikes necessarily maybe it's more just traits of like adventurousness and, yeah and, and then maybe eventually like you get them fast. on a dirt bike yeah and then they love it they want they want to becomes... they want to ride with me on the back of the motorbike or something like that yeah yeah and I think that's that's a huge thing that just comes with being with somebody that's open-minded and adventurous and has that spirit where they're like, okay, maybe like I still want to eat, like I, I still want to eat meat with my family and I have like a cultural tie to it or whatever. I eat my B12s. Um, sure, but maybe they, <laughs> I don't know what that means. That's, you get that from meat, don't you? Oh, B12s? B12s? Yeah. It's artificially injected into meat before slaughter, but whatever. <laughs> um, whatever it is. But what I was saying is just like having that open-mindedness to, to be interested in your things, vice versa. Um, I think we let's just do one more and then we'll yeah. wrap it up. I actually don't know if I have another one that I... Wait, let me just look. Rob, what are your thoughts? Name a thought. I think open-mindedness is a great quality to have. Totally. And... Um, is 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 definitely uh like a key factor to successful 
relationships in that sense, you know? Um, Open-mindedness and the communication part because it's communication, got a good one. yeah. Okay, here we go. This, this actually goes right. It says, what should one prioritize in a relationship, trust or communication, if you could only pick one? Trust or communication? Yeah. Trust. I agree. 100%. Oh, but I love to communicate yeah, so much. <laughs> honestly, God, if you trusted someone so much, and you speak for a week, you'd be fine. Because you'd I be agree. like, tell me, now you're in person, tell I me about your I agree in theory, week. but I need to work on that in practice, I think. Because I think I have the tendency, I just love talking. And I think it's to so my wait, you demise. you take communication? No, no, no. I would take trust over communication. In theory, over practice, I think in practice it would be much more difficult for me. Because I do like to talk. I'm, I'm so verbal in how I like digest information. So it would be hard for me to like not talk about things but i would definitely choose trust yeah you need like that as a base relationship it's a foundation totally and if, in fact I and think- it's true sometimes you do go times especially with me traveling and stuff where you do go days at a time or hours at a time or whatever without being able to communicate yeah. and i think especially now when people are like always on their phones always checking whatever you need to be able to be like okay i i'm not gonna be on my phone we can't communicate for x amount of days whatever and knowing that 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 is still there as a core is so so fundamental it, it is my almost my honestly my biggest pet peeve is when people try to look into my communication as an indication of my feelings and like, right. like my trust you know what i mean like right i i i love the idea of trust and i've had this whack theory and it could be wrong because i've never i, I don't think i've been cheated on yet at least um <laughs> I, I i truly believe that insecurities and and distrust of your partner and and imposing that on them without giving them a chance pushes them away and pushes them in these totally. directions and stuff like that if you trust them and you get hurt i know it hurts a lot more but you're also less likely to get hurt with trust right and i think at the bottom line is is if you really care about someone i th- i genuinely believe that love needs to be selfless so if you are in like it, with somebody like as a partner like you um that doesn't feel the need to over communicate and feels like that trust speaks for itself kind of in a, in, in a way then you need to recognize that in your partner and not that I'm saying that you need like to put yourself on the back burner, yeah. but you do need to recognize that how you want to give love might not be how that person wants to receive your love. That's true. So kind yeah. of understanding that like, if you want to receive love a certain way, then that's totally fine and you shouldn't compromise how you want to receive love. But giving love, I think needs to be a bit more selfless. And just because it makes you feel better to like bombard somebody's phone and blow them up with texts, that's not actually love because it's not selfless. Like that's not what that person needs. Right. So if you kind of just need that like end of day phone call being like, hey babe, like love you, have a good sleep, like blah, blah, blah. And that's what, that's all you need in that day. And that's what that person provides for you. Then I think that's a beautiful thing. And how do you communicate that? You just talk about so, it. Like uh, there's a quiz that you can literally take online. It's called love languages. I love it so much. I, I did it with some of my family members. I did it with some of my family members even because it's something that's super important for me. And I know that even for like me and my mom or like other people in my life, like when I come home from trips, um, I can kind of be like a little bit out of whack. So how I like to give and receive love like looks very different than how my family wants to give me love. You know what I mean? Like mm. they want to kind of be a little bit what I consider to be overbearing sometimes when I'm kind of reeling after an intense experience. So we have like super open dialogues about like how I want to to be shown affection and give affection. Should we put a link to that in the notes? Yeah, actually, yeah. I'm kind of curious it's about really, this And actually. you can do apology languages too, like how you actually like to be apologized to or to like give apology. Like it's, Robbie it's apologizes awesome. for nothing. <laughs> As you should. But I think, no, but I think like love languages actually is super, it's super cool and it's really insightful to see how your brain works. What if because, it just yeah. spits out like, you are unlovable. <laughs> Malfunction. Like, like, garbage. It just pulls up your profile. It's like, we know you. Yeah. Travis. Just a flaming trash can. Yeah, <laughs> Hot I garbage with my face on Get it. Get off the internet. 
um, but no, I think that's like my biggest thing. Of so so is that after taking these quizzes, has that yeah. helped you interact like in terms of your relationship now or I with your family so. members and stuff? Have you changed the way? I mean, like nobody's perfect. Situations? Nobody's perfect. And I think um, there's definitely times where I'm not like as selfless as I'd need to be, like, especially when you're going through like something emotional or you're kind of run down, you kind of prioritize how you want to like give and receive love over what the other person wants. And like, I recognize that in myself a lot where I can be like, meh, 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 like kind of like needy when that might not be like what is goodness um yeah uh where that might not be like what the other person wants but i think it's kind of that back and forth where you can't nobody's expecting anyone to be the perfect partner so if the other person that you're with recognizes that you are a little bit more emotionally needy then they can accommodate to that too you know what i mean it's a back and forth like nobody's operating in this space where you have to only be selfless all the time but i think having that kind of mindset especially when you're like showing love to your partner i think is like a really beautiful thing well if you know if if you know how the other partner gives love then you can also understand that you can understand when they're compromising when they're totally, messaging yeah. you you're like, and that oh, means even more like yeah. that's what i love like they have like gift giving um words of affirmation like that's a really big one for me like i really obviously i'm talking all the time about how communicative i am like i really um words of affirmation are like very high for me and then there's like physical touch acts of service is also a really powerful one for me like doing something that I don't really like to do and then somebody recognizing that. So it's like if I hate to fill up the car with gas and I'm really tired after work, let's say, somebody going and doing that for me, like that's kind of like an an example of an act of service. Like that's a really like high level one, but there's five of them. I can't remember all of them. And this is all in that same place? Yeah, it's all on the website. They break down each one and stuff like that. It is a relationship thing, but I don't think it's a bad thing to understand about yourself when you're starting your relationships Mm -hmm. or even just in general. I'd be curious. Yeah, totally. Like I, yeah. Like let's put it in the notes. It's never going to be harmful, right? Like especially even unless if it puts up that love like list. an error, you don't deserve an error love message. Error. Yeah. <laughs> but I think in general, even if you're a single, knowing that about yourself is a really important thing. Yeah, you know what? I think that was a good start um, to like this side. Of, you know, we didn't talk a lot about what even was the the physical components that we were like, oh, oh we're going to get into. Oh, yeah. yeah, and that's what I wanted to talk about too. But that, that that's fine. We can do a part two, and I'll tell my mom. I was not just to about to, that to say that. And yeah, you can save a bunch of those questions that you for sure. had as well for the next episode. Like intimacy yeah, questions, right. physical questions. Yeah, totally. We'll do, we'll and do, we'll maybe do, I'll do another. Average. Where is the female clitoris? <laughs> Have you seen that picture of like that building that that looks okay. like a and it's got a stairwell and like okay, the, I need to the go. north stairwell. <laughs> And it's like 90% of guys can't find the North stairwell. And it's like exactly where the... Oh my goodness. Have you not seen that? No. Maybe that'll be the It'll picture. It'll be a link in the show notes. We'll that, that'll it, be yeah. the picture for the, uh, the episode on Facebook, this Perfect. building. You'll see. Okay, okay. I can't wait. Sweet. But yeah, I think what would be fun is if we continued this as like a, a series of some kind and we could do a physical, a more physical one later because that's kind of also something that I really enjoy talking about. Our in-house dating expert. Yeah, the three horn dogs. Let's break it down. <laughs> I'm not a horn dog. You're not a horn dog? <laughs> LOL. You have LOL. a huge boner right now. <laughs> don't, t- <laughs> don't tell them that. Um, all right. So let's uh, let's wrap this one up. Thanks, Gones, for listening. Thank you so much, Kristen, yeah, for, thank you for guys. coming this has in. Yeah, thank you, guys. It's been great. And um, see you next. Next Tuesday.